Hey everyone, it's Bridget here. You're about to hear three minutes of Lauren and I having horrible technical issues. We're gonna figure it out shortly, but give us three minutes until we figure out this audio quality is super poor. That was my burp. Well, howdy everybody. I'm Lauren. I'm Bridget. And we like anime. <laughs> this is such an awkward start. I know, I can't. Uh, we got all of our talking out. On yes, my drive home from work. Yeah. So, um, you're welcome. Lauren <laughs> timed our podcast wrong, so I've been on the call for an hour. Just she missed me singing to my cats. I'm paying uh, you back for that one time you made me think that you were dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't pay me back on South by Southwest week, please. Uh, it was my work's fault, if that makes I'm you feel very better. tired. No, uh, I was supposed to work until 630 today. And they're like, no, actually, you were scheduled till 730. And I was like, or till seven. And I said, that's a nine hour shift. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm a salaried. I'm like, I'm not a salaried employee. I'll get overtime. And they're like, oh, and I was like, yeah. And that was that. <laughs> so not my fault. My work's fault. But we work. love H-E-B in this house. They pay for my antidepressants <laughs> and we love them. Yay! You know what else we love, Bridget? Do you know what else? What? We love Attack on Titan. We do love Attack on Titan since you and I have already started watching season two. We have. Season two is a bop. It is the best season of Attack on Titan. And since Michelle's almost caught up to past you now. <laughs> and Michelle had never even listened, I mean, watched Attack on Titan and then was like, oh, I, I guess I have to watch it if y'all are doing it. And now is like fully enthralled. And I'm like, welcome. It's excellent. She's going to pass you up because you're being so ridiculous with this last season. I have finishing show anxiety. It's a thing. I need you. It, I mean, Lauren, the show's not going to finish. They're doing a movie. It's all but confirmed because they they released the titles for the last of this part two of the final season. And guess what? There's, there's six oh. episodes missing. So it's going to be a movie. Sorry, you're blowing out a little bit. It's hurting me. Um. That makes it even worse, though, because now I know there's more. So why would I want to jump into something and then have to wait for it? Lauren, you, you don't have to wait too long. You've already waited a year. Yeah, <laughs> and I right now I'm at peace. If I finish what's out right now, you're going to get it spoiled for you and I'm not going to feel bad. And it's going to be me on accident and you're going to yell at me and I'm not going to feel bad because no, like, if you spoil it for me, I will not talk to you for like a month. Like, it's going to be on accident. It's going to be like me talking and then you're going to walk up and you're going to hear me say blah, blah, blah. And you're going to be like, what? And it happened a year ago. So like, I literally can't talk to you about some things that have happened over a year ago now. Yeah. 390 okay. days. Ago. No, because that's Twitter's Twitter's rule of secrecy is done. So mm, nah. My microphone been... cut out. So uh oh. You sound so much on. better to me now though. I can't hear you. Stop. Stop talking. Wait. I cannot hear. 
Pausing recording. All right, after about 20 minutes of technical errors, we finally have fixed the audio quality. Please enjoy the rest of our episode and remember to like and subscribe. It already... We're back after multiple, multiple technical errors that just stomped on each other. All on my end this time. I hope you missed us because uh, For y'all, you had no was, idea this was happening. Yeah, it was one nanosecond because I'll splice this together. <laughs> oh, anyway, I guess this is our sign to jump straight into yeah, the episode. Stop talking and go to Attack on Titan is what the world said to us. All right. Well, uh, this week we watched uh, three episodes. It's the very end of season one. I'm talking quietly so I don't hurt Bridget. So yeah, sorry. We still have some weird balancing <laughs> issues happening. I'm not quite sure what we've done to deserve this other than go to work today for long periods of time. Yeah, so, oh, that's much. great. Cool. Thanks, world. Uh, anyway, our first episode is episode 23. It is called Smile, which is the most creative of all names. <laughs> I I expressed last week how much I hated these titles. Yeah, I got like legitimately mad when I was typing out wall as a name. Like I got wall. angry. So it's like, it was like, couldn't have been more okay. clever. <sighs> no, it's not like, you know, Titans are inventive or anything. Whatever. These are the humans naming this. It's Armin narrating the story to us. So Well, that that's why he dreams of the sea. He doesn't know how to be inventive because the world is inventive to him. Anyway, um, our first episode, episode 23, is called Smile, Attack on Stohes, part one. Is it Stohes? Did I say that correctly? Just say Stoas. Stoas. Not Stohes. We don't have to break it up like that. We can just say Stoas. I'm Texan. And we... We like to twang. No, you're the- Californian. We've heard. I'm a Californian Texan. And it's the weirdest of all accents. I've been working with coworkers from New York all week. And so it's been really fun. Water. I had, we had to go set up the water carts. And I was like, say it again. And they're like, no. And it's like, water. Because it'll be completely normal. We all talk the same. And then it's just one word, water. And they said, Rocky Hall. And I was like, <gasps> Say it again, and they're like, "No!" And I was like, "Horror, horror!" They looked at me how I said it. I was like, "Oh, it was Rocky Horror." I'm obsessed with that. Oh, I love that. Ah, I love it. Okay, okay. So this is the attack uh, assault on Stoes, not Stohes. Sorry, not Stohes. That's when you Um, sound like Sean Connery. Attack on (laughs) Stohes. That was my best Sean Connery. I was like a little impressed. I'm not gonna lie, dude. All right. Well, this is this is part one of the attacks of the assaults. So I'm sorry. Here's your Netflix summary. And I'm also reading this from my phone because my computer doesn't want to work very because well. We got a lot of issues tonight. <laughs> so your Netflix summary is as follows. After a failed scouting expedition, Aaron and his superiors are summoned to the capital. Annie agrees to join Armin in a plot to defy the government. That's it. That's not bad. No, not bad. We take it. Not bad. All right. Here we go. 
So we have a flashback of Annie having to train and box and her dad saying, I expect the best from my daughter. Move. Who said to rest? And I'm like, daddy issues. We all got daddy issues. But Annie may be more than the rest of us. Mm, maybe Aaron. The most relatable part maybe of the Aaron. show is just all of the daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Aaron. And we'll find that out later. Uh, yeah, Aaron's got some pretty intense daddy issues. See, I can't even tell you this. I can't even make a fun daddy issue joke because you haven't seen it yet. And it's, I have so many memes of it and it's great. Uh, so Annie lines up with the rest of the military police or the MPs, as I will refer to them probably now on in my notes. I don't know. I haven't looked at these notes in about three weeks because I uh, binged the rest of season one real bad. Um, this is my bad. Uh, Annie looks rough and the guy says she's been lax on her duties. The other guy says she's the only one that was at the Battle of Trost and has actually seen any action. Because remember, the MPs are the ones that get that job because they want to be lazy and avoid action. They're normally the corrupt military people. Um, They are to escort the scouts since they were summoned to the capital, you know, because of the whole failure to capture the female Titan and Aaron being a Titan and all that jazz that we talked about. Um, they they are to protect the convoy. Marlo wants to be the leader of the MPs and shape them back into the position they need to be in. He's actually a pretty decent dude from what we like to Marlo. Yeah, he's he's might not like have the best approach on everything. Good heart though. Good heart. Mm-hmm. He's a youngin. He's a youngin, so it makes sense. Um, Annie says a do-gooder like him will quickly find himself alone in the MPs. She really that wrong, but um. You know, what do we know? It's like the first time we've followed the MPs. She says, what happens when you see someone who's ready? She says, that's what happens when you see someone who's ready to change the world. No, I don't know what my note says. She says, what happens when you see someone who's ready to change the world? No idea what that means. Okay. Um, I don't either. I don't remember her saying that. Okay, so sometimes my <laughs> notes are the worst, even if it's not been like weeks, because I just, I like, have you heard of ghost writing, like in like haunted stories or like, yeah, where you let the ghost take over and you close your eyes and you like write, but you don't know what you're writing. So that's me watching this episode. I don't look at what I'm typing. I'm turned watching the episode and my fingers are going. I don't really know what I'm typing. And so then I do this podcast part. And I read and I'm like, what am I typing? Sometimes there's a lot of misspellings. I don't really try and go back, but then I get bullet points like this where I'm like, I have no idea what I was thinking here. Hmm. But something in my brain was like, this is what happens. And hmm. uh, see. <laughs> they see the merchant guild conduction, conduction, conducting the transports and shipping MP gear to the interior. It looks like they're selling government property. So there's some shady business happening on the boats. Um, they're selling the gear, the MP gear, and the superior officer gives um, Marlo some of the money and tells him to spend it on a girl. Uh, Marlo's really mad because he wants to stop them from doing this. Uh, like, because he, you know, like we just said, he's got a good heart. But uh, those other officers, the superior officers, literally kick him in the nuts and keep beating him. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So then Annie finally has enough of watching them beat the crap out of Marlo. She walks over to them and Annie catches his arm, the superior officer's arm, before they clock Marlo in the head again. Uh, The team, which, what's her name who comes up to help Annie? Hitch. 
Hitch. Okay. Hitch uh, it convinces them to let them go. There's citizens watching them and they're like, you don't want a worse rap than you already have. And so they, they finally walk away. Um, and then Marlo pulls out his gun and aims at them when they're walking away, like backs to him. And I'm like, ooh. And Annie tells him, go ahead, shoot them and make the dishonest pay for their transgressions. She said she's not entirely opposed to helping him out. Like if he wants to do this and take this on and be the gooder, good do do gooder and you know take on all the corrupt people, not opposed. But he can't bring himself to grab the gun and shoot. So uh, he's not ready to take life, which is why a lot of those people join the MPs. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marlo says he wanted to be brave and go against the flow, but when it comes down to it, he's just another piece of scum swept by the current. Annie says, is that so bad? Being ordinary and going with the flow? She says being ordinary is all she wants to be. That line makes sense. It's so sad. Yeah, and when you watch further seasons about Annie and others, and gosh, man, that line is even more heartbreaking. Um, So Annie is following the convoy, and then from the alley, she hears Armin call out to her. Armin takes her to the alley. He's kind of like hidden in his little poncho raincoat. I said it. Uh, This one was a poncho, so you're good. (laughs) Armin tells Annie that they have a plan for Aaron to escape, but they need her help. She only needs to hide him for a little while, uh, but they plan on returning. He says they just need it as a stall tactic to give the council time to overturn the verdict because, you know, Aaron's supposed to be sentenced to death, basically. Annie says she can't help, but she's not going to tell on their plan and stuff. And Armin says they're going to kill Aaron and she stops. He says they have to bet on the chance that Aaron can help humanity. Annie asks, why me? Do I look like that good of a person? And Armin says he doesn't place value on those labels of good person, bad person. And it's all purely subjective. Armin says if she says no, then in his eyes, that does make her a bad person because it's her lack of care for humanity and the overall bigger picture. Uh, so then with that comment, Annie finally agrees to help. We get a really big close-up of her putting a ring on her pointer finger, like right when she says that. And it's like, okay, um, figure that out later. So Armin and Mikasa and Aaron are in disguise and Annie is escorting them. Um, Jean is disguised as Aaron <laughs> in the little cart that they're like, the other MPs are escorting, which is really fun. And Aaron's insulted by that and says he doesn't have his horse face like Jean, which the internet loves to play with that line from season one. And Armin says they both have the same angry scowl and giant boulder-sized chip on their shoulder, which I thought was true. It's not wrong. Not wrong. Um, So they go to the underground city tunnels and that's how they'll get out of the wall and sneak out. But as they're going down to go underground, Annie stops at the top of the stairs and she won't go with them. They joke and ask her if she's scared of the dark or cramped spaces. And she says, what if I am? You don't understand a fear that a girl has. So she keeps refusing to go down the stairs and go in the underground tunnel. And uh, she says she'll only help above ground, but if they have to go underground, she won't help. And so they're trying to figure out like, why? What, what is this difference? You said you'd help us. Annie says that for whatever reason, this place has been completely deserted and that it hurts her the way they're looking at her now. Like the town around them is completely deserted. And the way they're giving her a look, she's just like, she goes, Armin, I know you don't trust me. 
So Annie and Marco's ODM gear, we see that Armin knew uh, Annie had hit Marco's ODM gear and uh, he, because <laughs> the way that he knew this drives me crazy. He, I'm sorry. He helped Marco with maintenance. So he knew the bumps and scratches and the dents on the, and I'm gear. just like, how, why, why are you memorizing people's bumps and scratches? You little weirdo. Like it, Armin's a genius, Lauren. <laughs> What? They didn't tell me that. What? <laughs> that kid's smart. He's got. How am I supposed idea. to know? How am I supposed to know? Only one person called him an actual genius, <laughs> and he knew him from childhood. It's from bias. Childhood. It's uh, bias. Anyway. I guess he's still a child. Yeah, they're all babies. Uh, so Annie found and took Marco's gear, and then Annie is the one who used Marco's gear to kill the two Titans that Hanji had in custody. Bah, bah, bah. Big reveal. Sony Bean. <laughs> Sony and Bean, they did. No. Uh, so we see now, we pan out, we see that there are scouts hidden everywhere in the city and they're waiting for Armin's smoke signal. And then, are y'all ready for it? Armin reveals that Annie is the female Titan. That's right, guys. Onion boobs in the house. Little onion boobs is none other than Annie Lamehart. Uh, no wonder she had such a nice butt. Kidding. Sorry. I can't get over that comment. It was horrible. A horrible <laughs> comment. And, you know, in season two, they still write, write Rhina's dialogue weird like that like he's yelling at connie in that village and i'm like bruh it's just <laughs> like on. stop it just right now way better dialogue right uh, it's really rough um uh, so annie's the female titan and she was looking at armin in the field when the female titan pulled back the hood because she kind of got a little crush on armin yeah uh, she does so right armin just used that crush honestly i ship it, it. I ship it. I think it's adorable. The like in an, too. Oh. in an evil way. If you were caught super up, I, I would show you even more things, but you're not. Oh, okay. I'll work on it, I guess. <laughs> oh, for that ship, you will? Okay. Yeah, I love uh, them. You I'll don't understand. I'll take what I can get. You would be surprised what I do for a ship. <laughs> I watched all of Supernatural, all of it, just to write fan fiction. That's it. Because I was writing I supernatural to... fan fiction to appease Dana, and she was like, You've never even watched the show. I'm like, Yeah, but you wanted to write it. And she was like, What? And so I watched all that's, of it. That's painful. I just tried to rewatch so I could watch the ending, and I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to be able to watch the ending. I can't get through it. It's really it's... painful. That show, that show needed to go off air. It should have been done. Did after season five season yes, five was the perfect it, well, ending that's when it was supposed to end that's i know when the original writer left oh dude i know i went i went to supernatural con i met eric Kri 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 it starts with a k kripke kripke yep kripke he does the boys now yeah great show great show and we're happy to see Jensen it. Ackles is gonna be on it now okay we're way off topic Lauren. i'm sorry uh, i'm sorry so 
Uh, Armin reveals that Annie is the female Titan. She's looking at him in the field. And because she let him live, now she's cornered like this. So Aaron's trying to convince her to come down the stairs and prove that everybody else is wrong. Aaron's like in denial that Annie's the female Titan. And I think- Which is kind of sweet. I think Aaron had a little crush on Annie. I mean, she was the girl that could beat him up and didn't really care. And, you know, boys tend to like girls that don't care. Yeah. Um, they're like cats. But also Aaron's fate, one of, one of his- one of his fatal flaws is that he's unjustly loyal like yes if he knows you he will die for Those you it doesn't matter yeah times he'll die for them yeah yeah so mikasa pulls out her blades and says she's gonna carve her up again because remember they just went through this huge fight in the forest uh annie starts blushing and laughing and it's absolutely unnerving so that's why it's my background today if you're watching because it's like the only time we've seen annie show emotion and when that happens i remember every time i've seen it my stomach like gets real tight and kind of drops i'm like wow this is absolutely terrifying like it's not it's not awkward it's scary the way she does it and so um people start grabbing annie and that ring that she put on flips out and it's got a little sharp point on it and she cuts her finger and transforms into the female titan right in the middle of the city uh inside the center wall because they're at the capital and grabs and mikasa grabs aaron and armin and drags them into the tunnel to avoid getting hit by the transformation because you know there's like lightning and heat and it'll fry you up um and that's how that episode ends and so in the after credits we see annie's the titan and aaron can't bring himself to transform and fight his former comrade (laughs) big bumps big bumps anyway people bumps i've only got not people pimples people bumps um i've I've only got two voice actors or two uh characters and four voice actors technically um but the first one is hitch uh her english voice actor is Brittany karbowski she plays uh sayori in uh tribe nine which is a new anime that's coming out and it actually if you're a, a part of the gaming community or you like crazy trap music uh corpse husband is going to be the voice of the main character in tribe nine so it's very exciting I i'm not a part of either one of those communities but i know corpse husband because of that beautiful beautiful voice and tiktok was like hey you like deep raspy voices and i was like this is way too specific well uh <laughs> get excited for tribe nine my dude uh, i don't know if it's already started airing but it's brand stinking new airing? what is it airing i'm pretty sure funimation you mean crunchyroll which the, yeah let me create my new thing because it, the websites crashed for like three days in a row so i'm like i can't even like onboard on a crunchyroll anyway I'm not bitter. Um, but hey, get excited. <laughs> Even though I just paid for a year's subscription of Funimation in December, and now I've got to start paying for Crunchyroll. Whatever. Yeah. You stole my money. Stole like 50 bucks. Whatever. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Um, she also plays uh, uh, Hisako in Food Wars, who's really cute, and we love her. She's also Cammy in My Hero Academia. And um, Makoto Misaka in A Certain Scientific Railgun. Um, that her Japanese voice actor is Akino Wanatobi, and she plays Libs, Libs, Liz Thompson. 
it's been a long day and soul eater and um oh, i lost my place i'm so sorry midnight in my hero academia and Ashai, uh, Aisha Belk in Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon. And our second voice is Marlo Frudenberg. He gets a last name. Hitch, Hitch is just a last name. <laughs> and his English voice actor is uh, Todd Habercorn. And he plays a ton of people. He was actually a really big voice actor. I was surprised. Um, but he uh, is probably most known for uh, Natsu Dragnell in Fairy Tale. I'm pretty sure he's the main character. And then he was also Alan Walker in The Gray Man. And I loved that show when I was a kid. Lavi was like everything, like <laughs> squee. Um, he also plays uh, Death the Kid in Soul Eater and Hikaru uh, he- uh, Hatching in uh, Orin High School Host Club who is the better of the twins, so we are excited. Uh, and the Japanese voice actor is uh, Tomokazu Sugaki, and they play... Uh, this name is so hard to pronounce, so I'm not going to say it, but he's like the crying guy, the blind one in Demon Slayer, the really big guy. Oh, uh, not... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know his name. Hold on. The Monk in demon yes. it's like he he himajima himajima guillaume himajima okay so he plays that guy i love uh, he guillaume. also oh my gosh i love him so much and Lauren, i'm looking forward to him if you read that manga anytime my brother just read it and so he finally got to fangirl with me about this character because he was like this character arc, I was like, <laughs> and so, uh, and if I'm making, if you understand the emotions I'm feeling because you've read the Demon Slayer manga, hit up our inbox because <laughs> I put spoilers in it because Lauren yeah, right, spoilers read it, so. on the subject. Well, Lauren, do you check our inbox because we still get lips and billing receipts, Lauren? I left that one unread in the inbox to try and freaking remind you to cancel it. I see it. I don't click on it because I've left it unread for the shame. Month. I know. It's 20 bucks, Lord. I know. I'm a better person now. I'm on medication. Maybe I'll actually <laughs> cancel it this month. Um, anyway, they also played Joseph Joestar in Jojo's Bizarre oh. Adventure. And Yusuke Katagawa in Persona 5, two of my favorite things. So thank you, Marlo. You are great. Um, the mid-credit screens in this are about the military police regiment. Uh, it just says the military police regiment numbers are around 2,000. But if you add the garrison regiment that is also under their command, technically their actual force is approximately 5,000 strong, which was really small. I was surprised. Um, that's it. I'm not good I have no fun so facts. I, I didn't know to like react if that was big or small because that's how bad my brain comprehends. Numbers. It seems really small because, like inside Walsina, there are over two hundred thousand people, and that's just yeah, in Walsina. That does, like that, that seems really small. small. Yeah, that does. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. Uh, we're gonna go to episode twenty-four now. Mercy, uh, assault on Stoic part two uh it's a better name 
I guess. Still sucks. Um, The Netflix summary is thus. uh, When the identity of the female Titan is finally revealed, she goes on a rampage within the wall scene. Armin and Mikasa try to stop the towering monster. That's it. That's it. All right. That's it. That's not bad. Mm -mm. They're not too spoilery. They finally learned their lesson. Um. All right, so we start with Levi's wondering what the holdup is and that Irvin is never late and Levi is sipping tea and his leg keeps hurting because remember, because of Mikas's dumb actions, he rolled his ankle. Uh, it's a flashback of Irvin thinking he has figured out who the female Titan is. Their whole plan of how to go with the plan to capture her in order not to concede to feet. They have to flush her out now. I'm guessing I quoted that because I absolutely don't talk like that um are you sure you talk about like that all the time like we went to go get gas that one time and they didn't have any and you were like oh i will not see defeat here let's go to the next one (laughs) awkward lauren (laughs) you pointed and everything dude you don't remember yeah So, uh, Irvin explains that if she doesn't go in the tunnel, then Aaron is responsible for taking her down. Armin's the one who figured the, out that the female Titan is Annie. Because so we, of the bumps and the scratches. Yeah, the dents and the, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then back to now. Uh, Annie Lanhart is now the female Titan. And she <gasps> just killed all those other soldiers who were trying to restrain her because then she zapped them with Titan lightning. And they're running down the tunnel to uh, escape her from reaching. And she is reaching her arm down the tunnel like in a horror movie. The giant is trying to oh. grab her uh, and uh, to grab Aaron. How so much Aaron, stronger do you think Titan lightning is than normal lightning? Well, I mean. I mean, I saw the people. people I saw the tend, carnage. People tend to live most of the time after our lightning strikes and they just have bad scars they were just dust in the wind by kansas um so then annie stomped on the tunnel and caved in the ceiling and kills more squad members so that's cool thank you annie uh, and then armin says she's been backed into a corner and she's desperate which makes her all the more dangerous which i love that that's a callback from when Sasha heard Annie screaming, when we didn't know it was Annie, the female Titan starts screaming in the forest and Sasha gets freaked out and she goes, that's the sound of an animal that's cornered and desperate and has no way out. And here we go. Because uh, Sasha says that's the most dangerous of them all. Um, so Aaron tries to go Titan to save them, but he's got Titan block again, man. That's the, that's the term I keep using, Titan block. Uh, and he can't transform. And so Mikasa squats down next to Aaron and says, really? And I love this moment because she's like, you sure you're not having second thoughts about being Annie? And I was just like, jealous girlfriend. Girlfriends are jealous. That's why you should never have two unless, I mean, like they're going to fight. Your secrets are never safe. Uh, Mikasa tells him that he needs to accept that she's a murderer and it's her. And honestly, I mean... It's a good side of Aaron because, like we said, he's really loyal. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, you need to you need to buck up, man. Um, so Mikasa tells Aaron to think about the female Titans' hand to hand techniques. If there's anything about them that seemed familiar, it is Annie, 
<laughs> because I mean, he fought her. He saw all the fighting moves and the way she holds her hands and the you know, I mean, it's they match. Uh, and then my next bullet point says Aaron is the worst. <laughs> so I guess I was just annoyed because I don't really know why. Uh oh, because he wouldn't stand <laughs> up. And Armin and Mikasa are now running in opposite directions, and they're like, I don't know, Aaron, choose a side. And it feels like that airbud scene where the dog. Hey, but can you really? No, like, I feel bad for the dude. Blame him. Because, like, for the that is his friend. Like, past you... Bridget does not. Current Bridget, I'm like, past Bridget is only like three weeks old, but. I was um, going to say, that wasn't that long ago, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> life, life moves I, in you're right. weird ways, Lauren. <laughs> you're right. I accept that. I accept that. Thank you. You're fine. Three weeks ago, I was a different person. Um, you're right. Me too. So Armin and Mikasa run in opposite directions and know that Annie will go for one of them and whichever one she goes for, Aaron is to run in the opposite direction, Airbud style. So instead of doing that, Annie just stomps in the middle of the tunnel where Aaron was. <laughs> so their brilliant plan was like, nope, I'm just going to squash Aaron. Uh, and so... Mikasa goes to fight Annie while Armin's having to go pull Aaron out of the rubble, like bloodied up and unconscious. And we pan back over to the really chill, like, uh, convoy where Jean is pretending to be Aaron. And Jean hates being Aaron just as much as Aaron hated Jean being him. And it's great. I love them. Uh, and the MPs are getting butt hurt about the scouts are not listening and they're being controlling because now they've heard all these noises. They see Titan lightning and they're like, we got to go. And the MPs are like, you don't have control here. You're under our jurisdiction. And the scouts are like, I don't got time for you. You need to back up. Uh, and Levi tells Niall that he's a hair trigger away from making the biggest mistake of his life because he pointed a gun at Irvin and nobody points a gun at Irvin unless it's Levi. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and, and when he does, Irvin's into it. <laughs> yeah, there's consent there. Uh, so growth and John for seeing how useless the MPs are, and uh, and he was all mad that he wanted to be one once. Mm -hmm. So John gets ticked off when Aaron can't take on Annie, and he says enough because <laughs> he sees Aaron like in the rubble. That was a really good John impression. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at you. I'm on my, uh, apparently sleep impressions are uh, solid, so dude. You should do this all the time. No. Uh, and he says, we have to expect more from our last best hope. You know, that fun line that's horribly. They really like to they love really to just throw that hope. in Aaron's face. Like, yeah. hey, remember how you just wanted to kill things? Well, remember now all you're the only one on you as a 16 year old that can do anything. So all one million people that we think are only in the world there. You are responsible for all of their lives. Just you. OK, we need to pause real quick. My cousin's calling me. <laughs> Hold Good. on. Here we go, here we go. Here and we're go, back. Here we and go. we're back. So sorry. Uh, you know, that's just it's my cousin. Lauren got to hear a sweet conversation with my cousin. It was pretty sweet. They love each other. We do. Yeah. He lives he lives down the street and he's like, we look like twins, except for he's really tall and I'm very short. So Richard is very short. I will attest to this. Five two yeet. Uh but my mom's four eleven, so I did really good with the jeans I had. <laughs> True. True. You I did. You overcame. I you overcame. overcame. <laughs> uh, 
That's funny. Okay, uh, where were we? Oh, last best hope, their favorite line. Last best hope. Poor Aaron. Um, so right after that, rubble falls. You did this. You yeeted. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't to... even realize I yeeted. You yeeted. <laughs> well, skirt. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last best hope. Sorry. Last best Ooh. hope. Okay. So, uh, right after that, more rubble falls and crushes Aaron again. And it as it does, him, rebar stabs him in the chest. And I was like, classic. If it wasn't bad enough the first time, they were like, <laughs> you know what? Let's tell Aaron how much he sucks and let's crush him again. Let's give John some great character development and then stab, literally stab Aaron in the heart with some rebar. <laughs> Seems legit. And then have his best friend look him in the eyes, tell him get over yourself and run away while he dies exactly so armin says he told john something that is to rise above mon the to rise above monsters we have to ban abandon humanity we have to fight fire with fire and aaron needs to match her heartlessness to win i mean in war he's right he's talking about like how urban we saw it in the last few episodes in the forest Irvin has to decide whether to sacrifice a few or sacrifice them all. Like you will have to like, you have to measure out lives. And he's like, you have to be heartless to survive. So he's basically like, Aaron, get over yourself. People are dying. So it feels like the Kim Kardashian when she loses her diamond earring in the water. And she's like, Kim, people are dying, Kim, dying, Kim. Which, no slander to Kim Kardashian. I actually like her. Like, she puts her foot in her mouth all the time. But, I mean, the stuff she's going through right now is really sucky. Uh, no one deserves what it's uh, really scary. her ex-husband if, if is better putting. better had, like, a stalking, abusive ex- Like, I don't like, I don't super care for the Kardashian-Jenner family. But no one deserves that. Especially yeah. her children. Like Her poor kids. You know North is hmm. gonna, well... North, call us. We've been through this. <laughs> we got any issues too, man. Ours are uh, next week. Our out. interview with Northwest and <laughs> our anime wrap up. <laughs> How do you feel about Attack on Titan North? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretty pictures. Hey, she's better at TikTok than me. So, mm. um, so Hanji is going crazy again, and as love, one does, as one does. But I love that they always put like this scout next to her to just say these little one-liners and he goes commander you've got that look in your eye again because she's just like going mad over this and hanji shoots annie full of those like metal bar restraints again that lauren gave us info on and knocks her down so hanji says that was their plan c that irvin came up with and it worked and so hanji goes irvin you genius like, I love that line. They're a throuple. I I just see it in my heart. I think Hanji's asexual. <laughs> yeah, but she'd be part of their throuple anyway. Mm. Even if it's not in a romantic way, she's a part of their relationship. I think she would end up writing a book about the biography of human anatomy. <laughs> While that's happening. Observes. In the corner, <laughs> so she... taking notes. <laughs> I... I... I agree. I relate to that. <laughs> New head cannon done. 
Um, so Annie swings her arms and then breaks free because they didn't have enough time to set up more traps. Uh, and Hanji, Hanji almost had her. Um, so Aaron thinks that about that's why his comrades died because he couldn't let go. He thinks about his mom dying again. He starts yelling and he swore to kill them all. Every last one in his like weird Titan voice that he does when he's transforming. It's like deep, but still childish. And my mommy, uh, I can't stop. You destroyed me with that stupid gif or that TikTok. Uh, the, the different yes. dubs. Like, did you know Italian they use a different Titan voice in each dub? I literally destroyed me i was so invested i was like it's true it's true because i had told that to will but he hadn't heard it and then i went to show him and that happened and he was like are you serious i'm like i didn't watch the full video i didn't know and that friends is why we read articles before we share them (laughs) but it was so it's funny. funny. I know. It, it was, that so was funny. one of those good twist endings. Um, so <sighs> Aaron starts yelling that he swears to kill them all. Every last one. Right or wrong, it doesn't matter anymore. Just kill. Consequences be damned. It's a cruel world. That was my Aaron impression. Thank you. That was pretty good. You got to add Mamma Mia in that voice after, though. Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Holy sh- shoot. Holy shoot. Ooh. Ha ha. Ha ha. You saved me some efforts. Um, I tried. <laughs> so Mikasa gets knocked down, and I wrote, and I get up again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she knocked me down, and I get Mika up again. She gets knocked down, but she gets up again. Ain't no Titan gonna knock her down. What's, what, there you what's go. like a Chumbawamba pun we can do for Titans? There's nothing, right? Chumba, <laughs> Chumba Titan. I don't know. Chumbawamba. Chumba I was wum, like, is there Chumbawamba Colossal? Chumbawamba Aaron? Uh, no, nothing works. All right. So, personally. <laughs> that was some Jabba speak weird crap right there. <laughs> like. I only speak in Chumbawamba. Uh, uh, so Mikasa gets knocked down, but she gets up. She doesn't get up again. So, but because of this, finally, Aaron is able to transform and overcome Titan Block. Uh, Aaron runs up in his Titan form now and just punches Annie in the face, throwing her into a building. And I wrote, LOL, I forgot I used to call Annie onion boobs until the end of this episode because they legit look like cartoon onions. Like, they look like the onions in Shrek. Anyway, that was my last point. And then we get our after credits. And it's Aaron going, I'm going to kill them all. Uh, And then the terrible throes of despair takes on a new meaning for death recognizes no boundary. I love when they give me an ominous quote that I can get. Anyway, that was it. Guess what? There's no voice, no new voices. That's it. What? Except for Aaron going, Mamma Mia. Um, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. There's also. It's like, (laughs) right, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, no. It got really, it got too aggressive. It got too aggressive (laughs) and too chipper. Um, There's also no fun facts because it's not fun. Um, But the mid screen is actually about Walsina. It says, Walsina encloses the capital and about. 
200,000 people. Residency requires special permission and is technically restricted to the royal family and their relatives. Yeah, it requires special permission. If you're just like an elitist snob, then you can live there. Trash. Um, Also, uh, one may earn residency rights through uh, great services in the garrison regiment or the military police regiment, which is considered the sole means for the poor to gain refuge. Yeah. So hunger games, if you survive the hunger games, you can live in the capital. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, And yeah, that's it. I do have an incredibly long one for our last episode because they told a whole freaking story so prepare yourself for that. Prepare. Um, Consider yeah. me prepared. Here we go into episode 25, the laziest named episode ever. Ready? Let's say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> uh, so this is episode 25, Wall, Assault on Stoic Part 3. Here's your Netflix summary. Aaron goes head-to-head with the female Titan in a fight, demolishing the Stoic district inside Walsina. Irvin faces consequences of his plan. That is it. I just thought of, of a great episode title name. What is it? Wall is it gets wall? knocked down, but I get up again. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know if it'll fit in the character limits, but we're gonna try. (laughs) Anyway, here we go. Ready? You ready? You ready? I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. Wall worshippers are praying for the walls to stand. Like big dumb idiots. Yeah, and ironically, they get crushed by Annie's Annie falling. So they, which I love, crushed by her booty. Beautiful irony. Also, what a it's Rhino's preferred way to die. Sorry, Rhino was probably like, oh, not me, man. Um, so Annie starts running towards the wall to either escape from Aaron or maybe something else. We're like, ooh, either way, not great. Um, they say it looks like Aaron has control, but it will take more than that to defeat Annie because she's skilled in hand-to-hand combat. Uh, and if you're not watching, I'm so sorry. You should. You should turn it on right now. Just stop. Stop listening. Stop listening. Go watch it. Bridget is being extra, and it's great. Also, if you really want to experience this podcast, which I know you do, because all 20 of you listening are just so obsessed with us because we're so great. 19. Um, 19. I'm sorry. I rounded. That was my mistake. I will never round again. Never round again. But <laughs> y'all gotta go back and watch Bridget do those voices because she was in it. She was in it, and I'm glad I got to live in that moment. I'm so, in it to win it. Thank you. Thank I'm you for sharing this with me, Bridget. I'm in it to win it. Oh, yeah. I'm exhausted, but this is the highlight of my week, so thanks. <laughs> um, yes, I was seeing. Uh, jump, jump in. Yeah, jump in. Corbin Blue. Uh, anyway. Oh! Loves that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. Okay, continue. Uh, Corbin Blue, what a great guy. Um, also gorgeous. Uh, I had the biggest crush on him. He's so pretty. Um, so Aaron starts raging and wondering what Annie was fighting for and what could have possibly been worth all this death and destruction. So the MPs are all blaming all of this on 
Irvin and he says he know he brought this here, but he did this for humanity and he acted on his own accord and no one else because he's a selfless I love man, Irvin. And he doesn't want Levi or anybody else to get in trouble. And so he <sighs> yells this. And even though it was a group effort because they're trying to capture Annie, he he's a great leader and he won't let his team go down with them because he I, knows they need to survive to continue the fight because he tried. I adore this man. I know. I adore him. I adore him. Ugh. Ugh. So Irvin starts saying, do as your conscience dictates. Exactly what Levi told Aaron. So it's like, oh, look at this lovely chain of knowledge here. That's where he learned it from. Yep. From Look, Daddy Irvin. Great leaders. Uh, uh, so Irvin tells Levi to stay here because a pointless death wouldn't suit him, which is true. If Levi's going to die, it needs to be twirly, fancy, and super extra. Uh, and when Irvin starts was saying random commands out loud, we realized he was actually giving them to Levi. It sounded like he was being a little crazy, but he knew he was about to get captured and he's telling Levi what he needs to do. So Annie has memories of her father talking to her and she's thinking of all this while in Titan form and he's hugging her and telling her he believes in her and he's always on her side. And because of that, like memory pushing in her head, she rages out and punches Aaron's head like really intensely. Aaron says yet again, his favorite line, I will kill them every last one. But he, this time, doesn't say it in that voice he says it in a really terrifying voice which i can't do um mainly just because i don't remember what it sounded like so <laughs> i was like try try i would have tried but i'm like <laughs> i can't remember it i'm a good parrot i'm not a good like i get you off the top i get you um so Aaron then starts kind of like glowing in regeneration energy question marks we don't really know what's happening yeah i i don't what is that? Do you think I'm I, gonna I'm gonna talk in code and I, feel free to not answer me? Um, but is it to do with that other thing? Yes, the, but I don't know if you're talking about the other thing I'm thinking of. The thing from season three that we find out that he has. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. Yes, and he starts sprinting to take her down. He's literally burning hot. He is, like, on fire. Not literally on fire, but, like, he's sizzling, man. And he's like those steaks at Chili's when they come out. <laughs> and they Solid. smell so good. Solid, uh, my dude. Thank you. <laughs> um, so then he, uh, Aaron starts squeezing and, like, crushing Annie's face. And we see, like, a crack there, too. And I'm like, oh, he's about to just like a cantaloupe um and annie begins screaming and hardening her fingers to start climbing the wall to escape which is kind of terrifying you're like whoa yeah like a cat um and so annie uh mikasa shoots up on odm gear and is really epic she cuts off annie's fingers to climb the wall and escape so like annie only hardened the tips of her fingers so she could like use them to like create holes in the wall to climb up and so mikasa cuts right under those knuckles to cut off all her fingers and i was like mm, it was a really good strategy there um and so annie falls off causing annie falls down the wall and uh mikasa goes it's over, Annie. Now fall. And, and like, she just stands on her face while she says it, which is dope. I was like, like, I was like, that's vicious, dude. My, my bullet point says epic. <laughs> I 
absolutely vicious. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, it was like, a great fight. Like, I wish uh, I w- we would have seen more of like Annie Mikasa fighting rather than Annie Aaron fighting. But yeah. um, so Annie has memories of her father begging her for forgiveness and him saying, please, please just stand your ground, even if the whole world stands against you. And he says, they'll despise you. They won't understand, but your dad will. Your dad always will. Promise me you'll return. That's all I ask. Which is so heartbreaking because all he wants is Annie to return home. Uh, We don't know where that is. Um, So Aaron is telling about, Aaron is yelling about killing them all again. And then Aaron rips Annie's nape and we see her in there and she's crying. And you know, we the last time Levi saw her, she was also crying in Titan form. And I'm just sitting mm-hmm. here like, what is this chick doesn't want to be here? It's so sad. Um, but we don't know anything of reasoning of why they're here, what's what's going on. Um, and I don't know. All of a sudden, blue lights start shooting out of them, and Aaron and Annie begin merging, like their Titan bodies start to morph as one um which is quite weird and why why stop it stop it stop it look at me look at me no 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 frog here my child Uh, okay uh so then levi cuts aaron out of his body out of his titan body and he goes it's not a good idea to eat our key evidence, you idiot. In the beautiful Matt Mercer voice I got to listen to when he says and delivers that line. I love Matt Mercer. If you can't tell. If you can't tell I love Matt Mercer, I love Matt Mercer. Um, I'm re-watching The Legend of Vox Machina and I'm listening to all of Critical Role. So in three years, maybe I'll be I was gonna say that's a lot. Every episode is at least to. three hours. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. That's the but only on, reason I haven't dived into it because it's I'm on so episode much. thirty already. Oh. Dear Lord, Bridget, sleep is for the week. Yeah, um. I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all of a sudden, Annie begins to like cocoon herself in this rock solid crystal cocoon thing i wrote cocoon twice and now it's really fun to go cocoon, cocoon. cocoon. um it's like cucumber that video of that guy cucumber a few years ago cucumber. <laughs> i've never seen that marie used to do it all the time cucumber. anyway i hate it i hate it <laughs> uh but so like all the crystallization that annie was doing on her titan body she has now like morphed herself into a human crystallized gem like looks like a sleep looks like snow white in the glass casket at the end of the movie um and where aaron has titan marks all on his face for the first time dang i was gonna do that today and so you can see where the muscles were attached onto his face and their red streaks down his You cheek. can do it for our next recording when we do our wrap up. Uh, you're right. You're right. I'll do it. I'll do, I'll, it. I'll do it with you. It'll be really bad though. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not good at makeup, so it's going to be awful. <laughs> It'll be trying. fine. It's all about trying. Laura. I'm going to try. I'm going to try um, for you, Bridget. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. David, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Oh, that was really good. Thank you. Thank you. Ew, David. Oh, that was Ew, bad. David. 
Oh, that was good. Uh, that was good. I I have a little bit of an inner Alexis. I think the blonde really brought it out of oh, me. Oh, you have a little bit of Alexis. I'm Lamborghini. I'm a Hollywood, I'm a Hollywood star. star. I'm a little bit tipsy when I drive my car. Anyway, <laughs> so sorry. Uh, Fun so- fact: that's Bridget's ringtone for me, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not wrong. Um, so Jean Jean is trying to bust into the little crystal cocoon, but he can't. And Jean is yelling for her to face the music and wake up, you coward! Uh, and yet she does not. Hanji is getting control of the of Crystal Annie, and they're worried because they can't get any answers out of her. They have so many casualties and ruined lives, and now all for what? Because their only witness is now like mummified. <laughs> so Hanji's trying to take the crystal and move it away. The scout regiment has been exonerated. Um, and then I wrote, is this the guy? <laughs> is this guy the voice of wrath slash fear Bradley? I don't remember who I was talking about, but the answer is yes. Cause I remember looking that up now. Who is it? I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't write that in my I, notes. I remember. <sighs> It's somebody we meet in this end episode, so it must be the guy who exonerates them. We've met him before because I I definitely wrote Fear Bradley as a voice. Was it was it the guy who ran the 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 jury? The, not the jury. The ju- the judge the judge dude that we were talking about. I don't remember. It might be. Anyway, I remember finding this out and saying yes, but I was a dummy and did not write it back in my notes. Dang it! Dang it! Uh, Dang so- it! Shoot dang. Shoot dang, Lord. I can't use that. Shoot dang. I'm going to use that. As I know. <laughs> I only say that because of you. And I always have to do that with my hands. I just did that. And I like clapped my boobs together. That did not oh. feel great. Cute. My onion boobs. Um, cute. 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 Yeah. That's really cute. That's really cute. Bridget, that's like adorable. It's Let's kind of get some shit. Fresh. Anyway, no. Shows. No, I kind of look like him right now. Oh no! Oh no, Bridget! Video quality and lighting looks. I know. Video. So you have two thousand video quality right now. These shoes suck. These shoes. These shoes rule. These These shoes shoes suck. suck. These shoes rule. rule. Okay. Okay. No. Stop. Uh, I'm upset. They ask Irvin if this was all for nothing. He's having to report to the higher-ups. Aaron wakes up, bandaged, and feeling pretty okay in a room with Mikasa, Armin, and Jean. Uh, moral that this is like the story of all of Attack on Titan. Um, mm-hmm. Aaron waking up from injury in a room with Mikasa and Armin and Jean. So Armin asked Aaron why he let her go. Why didn't he, why did he give her an out? And he says he didn't mean to, but he just couldn't help it. When he saw her crying, he hesitated and he couldn't stop for He like, it, it was just, I mean, it, Aaron's not a bad dude. He's a little no. Well, we can discuss that later. Uh, and then, right now he's a good right person. now. He is At still, heart. he still has positivity and sees the world in a bright light. Mm-hmm. So um, Armin and Jean have to go to debriefing and Aaron says, of course, Mika gets to stay with him. And Aaron says um, 
he feels kind of good just letting his mind letting go his mind and body he says for a minute he almost wanted to die but he tells Mixa that he's better now i mean yeah that's when he had titan block and he was so upset that one of his friends would do that to him and he just was gonna die and honestly same when my friends don't text me back i just lay in bed and I'm like that's honestly same but also i don't text back because i have that horrible block also, also same yeah <laughs> so myself in this situation we, a lot of times we do this me and Rudu, we're the same card if here. we don't text each other back it's normally because lauren's phone won't allow me to send right? a text that i have to send will a text that says i'm not ignoring lauren my text won't go through when you were like you answered will and not me and i was like no i was so upset i was like what i, I thought our friendship was so strong i know facebook messenger i sent it to will i was like no one day i texted dana about 20 times in a row because i had a question about something we were writing and i was really excited about it but i like needed permission because it changed the entire story so i sent her a text and i waited about 20 minutes and dana's pretty good at texting back and she didn't text me back and i was like okay so i texted her again and i waited another 20 minutes and i was like what and then i texted her again and nothing happened so i was like do you hate me and i just kept oh asking her God. if she hated me like i texted her probably 50 times in the span of six hours and she had gone to float the river and didn't tell me <laughs> and so she got back to all of these like crying and just sobbing gifs <laughs> and she was just like are you mentally well and i was like why is that a question you're asking me i have never been mentally well although the answer number one i have <laughs> spicy sadness and hot girl stomach and those are not good combinations I hot girl stomach today i did too babe what i almost I texted you it was like it was i want to say around like 1 30 I got spicy stomach at work and I was like, I should text Bridget. Are you serious? Yeah, it was at work. It was my, it was my, I'm upset. I, I took all my pills on an empty stomach and had Me? a cup of coffee Me and went too. to the bathroom and was like, whoa. <laughs> Bridget, I literally, I'm so upset. I should have texted you. It was our stomachs connecting from across it the was, distance. It was like your, your romance bracelets with Dina, <sighs> but ours is our uh, <laughs> stomachs. They just glow. We should have a pair of friendship underwear. I'll be like, oh, Lauren's thinking of me. Too. <laughs> I have to change my pants now. I thought about me a little too much. That sounded weird. Sorry, Betty. That's weird. I'm so upset I didn't text you now. Oh, I'm so upset. Okay. That's okay. That's hilarious, but that's okay. Friendship poops. <sighs> Friendship poops. <laughs> oh, well, we're gonna get a whole bunch of weird searches. Worse well, than Titan boobs. I know. <laughs> Whoever searched Titan boobs or boobs Titan, you're my oh, no. favorite person. Are, we showed up in the search for boobs, boobs attack, and then boobs Titan, and I'm like boobs attack <laughs> boobs attack is pretty solid um so we should I, do some weird searches this week considering so, changing our whole marketing uh, thank strategy. you so much for that because that's 
Lauren, so funny. Lauren, we haven't finished this episode. Oh, God. oh crap. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So, Aaron says he's feeling kind of good. He wanted to die, but now he doesn't. He's good. And Meek says, like, mm. And we're so like, all oh, boy sing. Yeah, boy sing. <laughs> so, Jean asks Armin if the fighting fire with fire is the only option they have. Armin says it's the only option that's presented itself so far. Uh, which is nice because Armin's like, maybe it's not in the future, but right now that's all we've figured out. And then a bird feather falls in front of Armin and I will forever point out anything bird related with the show because it loves birds. I hate birds. Uh, yes, you deserve to. And then Mikasa's trying to get Aaron to eat like a mother and then two birds fly over the wall and it's like, hmm. As the, uh, that'll come into play in a second. And then Armin has this great quote that said, no one ever promised us we'd come out of this unscathed because they're about to get through a lot of emotional trauma. We just saw a lot of people die. And, you know, there's technically five seasons left of this show. I mean, it's four, but it's like 4.1, 4.2. This show causes trauma. It just is trauma. But it's It's trauma trauma porn. And that's fine. That's what it is. Irvin says that this has moved them forward leaps and bounds. And there are more human Titans out there and their initiative is to launch an attack on the Titans inside their walls. Um, they're charged with guarding Annie deep underground. Uh, under, I said deep underground, deep under night. <laughs> All right, me. Um, and it would take far longer for humanity to discover the true nature of what they held captive. So that's the ominous quote for like season two now. Uh, credit the credits have recaps from all of season one, which is kind of emotional, and then the after credits. And if you don't watch after credits, you done messed up for this show because this is really big. Uh, we look at the holes in the wall that Annie's fingers punch through before Mika sliced them off, uh, and a piece of it falls and reveals there is a giant muscular titan face, and it blinks so you know it's alive um and it looks like the colossal titan but a little bit different and that's how season one ends with a titan in a wall that's alive and you're like what and we don't know if they're that's the only thing why is there a titan hidden in the wall it's huge because annie climbed up most of that wall so it's bigger than annie and it's alive it blinked so that's how season one ends on a giant cliffhanger and the ominous quote that says it would take far longer for humanity to discover the true nature of what they held captive. So are they talking the captive about Annie? They talking captive about what Aaron and the other two Titan things are in there or the captive of this random Titan we just found at the wall. Who knows my dude. I mean, we know, but you don't know. We We know, know, but you don't know. So (laughs) Technically, if we're hmm. pretending like we've only watched the season one, what? What? That's crazy. Crazy. Maybe Priest Guy had it right. Okay, I'm gonna go into this because the the here's the thing. I don't have any voice actors. I don't have any fun facts. Uh, did I have a fun fact? You said yeah, oh yeah, I did. One. I had a fun fact. Um, because in the dub, uh, Urban tells Levi that a like common death wouldn't suit him like a death for nothing wouldn't suit him but in the sub he actually says you don't like senseless death (laughs) like 
you wouldn't deal well with all of the crap that's going to go on around this. So stay back. I like that. You. I thought you don't that like was interesting. People, like you don't like death for death's sake. Like you're not in. Yeah. Murdering, you're not in executions. You don't like senseless death. So that was that was interesting. But I'm going to get into this mid episode screen because it's a whole freaking story, my dudes. Oh. And I'm about to mess it up because I was the worst at reading aloud as a kid. I'm incredibly dyslexic. So let's go. Uh, Once swelteringly hot night in the year 784, a lone miner attempted to pass through Walsina by going under it. A few days earlier, he stood digging in the mines with shovel in hand. A thought suddenly came to him. Maybe I could have a better life if I go to Walsina. It was almost a revelation of sorts. For I spelt four F-O-R-E because that's my maiden name and I hate myself for it. For days after that, the miner walked until, until he found a spot in a dense forest along the wall where he could begin digging. No one would pass by it and the thick foliage overhead would obscure the watchful eyes of the soldiers standing at the top of the wall. Knowing this, he decided to begin his operation the following night. He dug into the ground with the wide shovel he had come to know so well and made steady progress. Before long, the hole was so deep his entire body fit inside. When he could no longer toss the dirt, he tossed the dirt he dug outside the hole. He began shoveling it into bags. He later disposed of them by climbing a ladder. Every once in a while, he would drink water but he would only stop digging if he needed to, like when his muscles started to tighten up. The miner had absolute confidence in his ability to dig holes. It was what he had done for 20 years straight, and during that time, he learned to dig deeper, faster, and more efficiently than any of his peers. He could dig a path in no time, through difficult tunnels that gave him, that gave any other miners fits. But something felt different that day. He dug and dug, but seemed to make no progress. Every time he made an attempt to dig horizontally, his shovel would reject the earth. The wall's foundation seemed to seemed just deep, uh, seemed to jut deep into the ground, preventing the miner from proceeding. Still, he did not give up. He had to enter Walsina no matter what. Life in Walsina was no longer his objective. It was meaningless to him. All that mattered was overcoming the wall. The miner made a promise to himself as he wiped the ever-flowing sweat from his brow. I'll stake my 20 years of digging on this. I will get past this wall. The hole had grown to four or five times the miner's own height when his shovel hit a hard floor of rock bedrock he wondered it seemed to be the same material as the wall's foundation using all of his strength the miner plunged his shovel back into the bedrock he failed he failed to so much as scratch it when the shovel broke from the impact the miner let out a heaving sigh deeper than any hole that he had ever dug in in his 20 years Uh, a wall the miner's friend asked somewhat uh, dubiously Isn't it strange? He replied before helping himself to a drink. Why would there be a wall in the middle of the ground? The two sat sat around the table deep in the back of a cavern located on the outskirts of town. The man was the miner's only friend and the two would often drink there after work. As always, no one had invited him to drink after work that... uh, 
As always, no one had invited him to drink after work that day, the day after his, he attempted to get past the wall. So he had gone to his usual tavern to tell his friend about what he, ha what he had happened the previous night. Surely the friend would never tell anyone, he thought. What if we are not only surrounded by... Uh, Sorry, I just got so lost. This is very long and it's all one paragraph. What if we are not only surrounded by walls on every side, but there is also a wall below us as well? The miner asked. So what are the walls anyway? He continued until his friend cut him off with a cough and he, as he looked around the tavern. The other customers were busy drinking, trying to sweet talk the tavern maiden and hollering at one another. No one looked at the in the pair's direction. Still, interruption. the interruption was enough to make the miner stop discussing the wall. If someone else had so much as heard them, it wouldn't be long until the military police would show up. Oh, it's nothing to worry about, his friend said, gathering himself. Just keep on living here, as you've done until now. You are, you'll still be poor, but you'll have work and drink. That isn't enough. That's enough, isn't it? Yeah, the miner replied. You're right. I'll go back to honest digging. It's probably what I'm cut out to do after all. But the miner did not show up to work the next day, nor was he there the following day or the one after that. The miner's friend visited his home a number of times, but he was never there. As he had no close family or spouse, uh, no one knew where he could possibly be. The friend was at a loss as what to do, so he decided to tell the garrison regiment everything, including the details of the miners' efforts. A joint investigation was launched between the garrison regiment and the military police the next day. It seemed a bit excessive. The miner may have committed a crime of a, the crime of attempting to dig his way past the wall, but he was just an impoverished lone miner. And the miner's friend could not understand why they went to such great efforts. But ultimately, the miner was never found, and neither was the hole that he supposedly dug. Not only that, the miner's friend suddenly disappeared one day, and he's never been found since. That's it. Why did they make that a mid-credit title thing, card? I have literally no idea. This should have just been an internet bonus. And also, it was a story about nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's just, why were there underground cities? That's it. Like, a day in the life. Also, why does AOT Junior High exist? For no <sighs> I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> that is the most annoying thing to me. Like, Cannon it's so stupid. But that's stupid, and it makes no sense at all. Because you haven't seen it. Well, great. <laughs> well, well, that great. Was this episode, it was really bumpy. We're very tired. Uh, uh, next week, next week, what do we do next week? We wrap up. Yeah, we'll next week, a new show. We're gonna go over our our thoughts and feelings Lord, about the long Lord, story to that roll. I just told. I do. I do get to roll. You get to roll this time. I'm so excited. What so I'm dice roll, are you going to use? Uh, the one set that I have, probably. Uh, or maybe I'll go buy a new set just for the roll. I'm going to buy a new D20. Uh, and one, one side's going to say, yeet. And the one, other side's going to say, oof. 
I want one that says the F word when yeah, I, I roll saw those one. Too. <laughs> also, I want that one that's filled with baby heads that I sent you on TikTok. Oh, TikTok. I want that so I need badly. to find her Etsy store and see what all she has because the videos of her dad so funny doing the molds for for all her creepy baby ones are so funny. I want the baby head one so badly. I I really thought. Sorry, that was my phone. phone. Your phone yeah. is not on silent. I thought it was. While we are recording in front of my salad. <laughs> we right that. in front of my salad? We were doing Sorry. that all day at work today. Right in front of, well, we were like restocking waters. And we could tell who we could be friends with because they'd be like, eh, and I was like, ah. I didn't know that what that was from. Like, I thought it was like some video. And then someone's like, no. And I was like, what? Uh, don't, don't say what it's from. Also, but, don't, don't go but <laughs> I could not believe that. Yeah, don't. If you don't know what it is, it's too late. You're it's too young. Too You're too young. young. Um, but Actually, yeah. Some of the searches we popped in, it might, we might. That might be your demographic, my yeah. dudes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to you, Titan boob guy. Attack boobs. <laughs> All right. Boob we're, attack. We're going to, we're going to leave you with that. Uh, have a wonderful boob attacked day. We love anime. And we love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching Gateway Anime Podcast with Bridget and Lauren. Please remember to like, subscribe, and download our episodes. Remember, we also have a Patreon, so if you want to suggest shows for us to watch, make sure you go visit us. Special thank you to Marjorie McClendon for our artwork and designs, and Drew Griffith for all of our music. We hope to see you again next week.